Hi, and welcome back to Mississippi Ghost Encrypted Podcast. This is going to be episode two with Pepper from Rushmore Podcast. Um, we previously talked to Pepper about some of his paranormal experiences that he was having um, in some of the places that he lived. And um, Pepper, when we talked before before the show, there was a um, you also have had some experiences with uh, the UFOs or unidentified flying objects. Yeah. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So that part is, I would say, a lot less crazy than my paranormal stuff. Um, I don't have anything, like, really juicy. Like, I've never been abducted or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But Why not? Are you ever I have definitely. <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, okay. I can't wait. <laughs> Hopefully. He's Hopefully in that's line. the next He's step. <laughs> but... I mean, I've definitely seen some things that um, I I can't explain, and I haven't seen a good explanation from anybody else. And one of the things I just I just recently found out from another paranormal podcast, uh, Talking with Shadows, um, they actually talked about one of the phenomenon that I saw, and I didn't even know that it was like a a known phenomenon. I thought it was just something crazy that I saw. Mm-hmm. So you go about that. Uh, yeah. So the first thing that I ever saw, um, it was me, my friend Justin, my friend Matt, my friend Talon, and we were driving around, uh, you know, fairly late at night, probably 10 or 11 o'clock. We were in Harris County, Georgia. We were on a road called Cannon Road that connects 315 River Road. We were going uh, westbound, and the car that we were driving in had a sunroof. So... Um, one of us saw a fireball that was coming down from the sky. Mm -hmm. It was green. And at the very end of the flame, it was red and it was going around the speed of a Cessna 172, maybe a little bit faster than a Cessna 172. Cessna 172 is like the little single engine propeller passenger planes. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, their top speed, you know, I think it's it's probably around 300 miles an hour. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't they don't go very fast. Right. So <laughs> Bobby's like, it I'm was like 300 coming... miles an hour is pretty fast to me there, Pepper. <laughs> the okay. <laughs> well, I mean, when you when you consider like a 747 cruises at like 500 something miles an hour. Right. You haven't so seen you haven't been in a car down. when Bobby drove. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna. <laughs> I ain't driving slow there, Pepper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right, I'm sorry. So this thing was coming down at about probably about a 45-degree angle, and it was just falling really slow. And I remember we stopped the car. Uh, I was sticking my head out of the sunroof watching this thing. And, I mean, we watched it for probably a good almost a minute. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was just coming down really, really slow. And we watched it all the way until it disappeared behind the trees. Where it disappeared at was in this neighborhood that uh, we we knew about. So we drove all around there for probably the next thirty minutes or so, trying to find this thing. Because, okay. and it was it was pretty big. It was probably about the size of a car. Okay. It it wasn't a small fireball. We never found anything. Um, I think. And this is when we were, in, we were in high school. I think we were probably 17 or 18. I think the reason we were driving around was 
because uh, we were driving somewhere where somebody was going to buy us some beer. Mm-hmm. So we had more important things to do that night. Right. We abandoned oh, yeah. the search. <laughs> but, you know, we st- I actually uh, called one of the guys uh, that I was with that night uh, a couple months ago and asked him about just to make sure that I wasn't, you know, remembering this wrong. He was like, oh, no, I definitely remember all that. Mm-hmm. So that's wild. Uh, kind of forgot about that. Then this is when I was living in Pascagoula in an apartment. I was driving from the Squeaky Lizard in Ocean Springs. Rest in peace, Squeaky Lizard. Yes, rest the in old peace. music video. Yeah, Lance on that. I was driving yeah. from there on Highway 90 back to Pascagoula. I was um, Rabbit Island where, where Ingalls is at. Right. Between Gaucher and Pascagoula. I was uh, I just passed the light right before you hit that first bridge going eastbound. And I remember it super vividly. The cloud ceiling was really low. So that was probably only about maybe two, 3,000 feet before the cloud ceiling. And it was like these big, like puffy clouds. Mm-hmm. And the clouds lit up green. And then a green fireball busted out of the bottom of the clouds. It's the exact same thing that I saw in Georgia. Mm-hmm. green fireball about the size of a car going around the same speed. And I watched it all the way until I don't remember which way it was falling that time, but wherever it fell, like I, there was no way I was getting over there because I mean, that area is all swampland. There's oh, not yeah. roads going around anywhere. But I remember the next day I got on, the local news website. I tried to find anything, just seeing if anybody else saw it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't find anything. So I found out on that Talking with Shadows podcast that that's actually a known phenomenon. They call it green fireballs. If you Google green fireballs, it just they just say like, oh, it's a meteor. Mm-hmm. You got to go like deep to find out like the UFO implications. Sure. But man, I've seen so many, you know, meteors in my life. I, I watch. I love planes aviation mm-hmm. so i'm always looking up at the sky looking like oh what kind of plane is that so i'm familiar with how things travel through the sky and this was not a meteor mm-hmm. it was not a plane going down or anything like that it was a green fireball right right because if it's a meteor or a plane going down usually there would be an impact site that would illuminate also if it did hit the earth. Yeah. Yeah. It's not swamp gas because swamp gas goes up. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 It doesn't last very long. Yeah. And then it really wasn't reflection from any street lights or anything. We don't have green street lights around here. So no. it would have been too high up. Especially right. not 3,000 feet up in the air. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Street light. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That, that's yeah, that's interesting. So, deals more with Navy, not the Air Force. So, wouldn't yeah. be. Yeah, it shouldn't be one of the planes over there. No, no. Yeah, the U.S. government opened a. Uh, they did an investigation on green fireballs. This came out whenever, like, Freedom of Information Act came out, and they were dropping all these crazy. Uh, I can't remember the Operation Blue Book. That's mm-hmm. what it was. That was the, if I remember right, that's the U.S. government investigating UFOs Correct. stuff. Is Operation Blue Book, and right. it is recorded in there that they looked into green fireballs and just inconclusive. They didn't find anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
book. That they'll tell us. I was going to say, Project Blue Book, <laughs> you know, basically claimed that all the, you know, 90% of their encounters were nothing. They, right. they were just, you know. Most of it, I think, was swamp explained. gas, wasn't you know, it? Yeah. I was going to say, there's a lot of yeah. swamp gas. And, swamp gas and weather balloons. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. 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 But that 10% that they don't like, talk they don't about, know. you know, that's the, that's the one you want to get them to talk about is that 10%. But yeah, well, well, I mean, luckily now, I don't know why the Pentagon is doing this. I don't see the upside for them at all. But the Pentagon has come out and said, like, yes, we do have we are uh, in possession of crafts that were not manufactured on this planet. They've come out and explicitly said that Mm -hmm. they have released video. There's the famous uh, Commander Faber video from I believe that was San Diego. There's one on the East Coast yeah. where it's these UFOs and the video is through FLIR and all this high-tech right. uh, video instruments. So, I mean, they keep putting out all this stuff, yeah, and the, I don't know why. The Tic Tac Tic Tac videos? They're yeah. calling it Tic Tac? Yeah. Tic Tac? Yeah. No, no Tic Tac. <laughs> yeah, Tic Tac. They're, they're not lip-syncing music or whatever you yeah. youngsters on TikTok do nowadays. Um, it's not the Chinese spy app. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's um, I'm with you. Uh, I've got previous military experience. I worked on aircraft, so I can depict, yeah, that's, that's a known aircraft. They have telltale signs. You've got your wing indicators so you can determine which way the aircraft is flying, anti-collision lights, all that kind of good stuff. And some of the stuff is just weird, unusual. But like you're saying, there's got to be a purpose the government wants us to know now. Why, why now? Why now? Right. Yeah. You know. That scares me. I mean, because has this year been so screwed up already that they need to throw <laughs> something else into the, the I mean, well, well I mean, they is figured, it? Yeah. I figured, what's one more thing, really? Well, I think they can yeah. handle it now. I, I, it's got to be that there's going to be some type of... Now, this is me thinking, and I kind of go over and above, me thinking that there's going to be some type of first contact, and unfortunately, Bobby's going to volunteer and go home with him. I am. It's about time. It's about time. The mothership is coming from Bobby. They realize they forgot me. They realize they forgot me. But, I mean, I I think something has told the officials, Mm -hmm. hey, look, we plan on doing – xyz on this day so you better get the public use or some type of idea in their head that this might happen well i think too if you yeah so pepper what do you think um alien the ufos are what 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 are you thinking are they aliens or are there our own government craft that are secret or what, what are you thinking with with pretty much everything my whole opinion on almost everything is like, man, I don't know. Like, well, I don't, I'm I'm open to opinions and stuff. Like with mm-hmm. with the paranormal stuff, you'd be I in mean, trouble with me, Pepper. You'd be very in trouble with me. Yeah. <laughs> like I know, especially now. Like the more I've learned about it, like there is something going on with paranormal stuff. The same thing. There is something going on with UFOs. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's people from another planet i've heard theories about it being uh time traveling humans mm-hmm. coming back yeah mm-hmm. and basically doing real life uh history projects and stuff right 
You know, I mean, whatever it is, whatever it is, there's nothing I can do about it. So I don't really worry about right, it. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were discussing. Like I find it interesting. Yeah. We were discussing, um, not on a podcast, just three of us talking that, um, you know, if you go back through history and paintings and drawings and all that, there seems to be some type of craft in the sky over these drawings and paintings where there is no aircraft for that time frame. You know, there's always like a, yeah. a, a bean or something in this. Much less that kind depicted. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, so it's like those stories have to originate to somewhere from some truth. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is it's not, like it's not just South Americans. It's not just people right. from right. India. It's mm-hmm. not just Europeans. It's everybody. everybody. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. And there was no, there was no trading information between people in Mexico and people in India and exactly. people in Egypt and stuff. But somehow they all have these same stories and, you know, they all have these pyramids and stuff like that. That's a whole Another can of worms is pyramid. Yeah, exactly. Once you start looking into that, you're like, man. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the structures they built, the gods that they, you know, mm-hmm. did human sacrifices for, sun gods, and all that. It's like, where did that all originate? How that start? It's 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 kind of mind boggling. Yeah, I was going to say we were talking yeah. about earlier on another podcast about one of the questions was. Why didn't we explore our oceans before we wanted to explore the stars? And why didn't we look to our own planets, you know, instead of astrological charts being made for people to go by for, you know. Constellations and time and, yeah, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Bobby brought up that idea. So (laughs) that was Bobby's question. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know. So, um so for the alien life form, do you think that they're all just little gray men, or do you think they're part reptilian, or they're they're human looking? Well, What's your take on that? I don't know, but I have heard through some uh, some people that I enjoy listening to that there are seven races of aliens mm-hmm. that we know about that have visited this planet. <clears throat> let's see if I can name them off. Okay, um, let's go, we got. Short grays, tall grays, reptilians, Aryans. Mm-hmm. Um, Three more, Pepper. Come on, you can do it. Three more. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Uh, I think that's where I run out. <laughs> but there's all these different races, right. and they all, it seems like they're kind of all part of a uh, universal government or something. Have you? Are you guys familiar? This is going to be way out there but are you guys familiar with the dolce base no no okay if you got a couple hours to kill that's a real fun one so the dolce base um and this is also something that i talked about uh i got a friend that's in the special forces that knows some u.s military secrets and i used to bug the crap out of him all the time just just to see if he would tell me anything this is one thing that i talked to him about and I, this sounds crazy. It sounds made up. But every time I brought it up, we would start hearing noises on the phone. Oh, okay. And there was a couple yeah. times where we got disconnected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So that might be, you know, I don't know. That's just a little fun little nugget. So the Dolce base is a seven-layer underground base in Dolce, New Mexico. The first 
three layers are inhabited by humans. The bottom three layers are inhabited by aliens. And the middle layer is inhabited by humans and aliens. This is a, it's basically like the alien embassy, kind of. Gotcha. We have all seven alien races that live in this uh, base. Um, And supposedly the only reason anybody knows about it is because there was a big shootout. Something happened. There was a shootout. And I think there was like... A guys. couple of Americans died, yeah, and they yeah. had to I, say I, something. I know about that, but I didn't realize it was called the Dante Base, yes. Yeah. So there's there's stories from people that supposedly worked on the Dolce Base that go into some pretty crazy detail. They talk about, like, there's a cafeteria where that's, like, straight out of Men in Black where you got people walking around, military people walking around, and then you have alien life forms walking around and uh, they described like the alien food that, that they were, I don't know if this is all seven races of the aliens, but they were eating like a clear gel mm-hmm. that had no taste, no smell. And that's what the aliens ate. Oh, so but, they're vegan. But, it's tofu. Well, I yeah. Was gonna, I was going to say, I was going to say, I, I know what he's talking about now. And it's yeah, more, me too now. it's yeah. more about like a plant based, um, plant-based uh, food that's derived from certain types of plants. It's not actually the plant itself. It's I mean, this is a massive structure under the ground. Right. That's huge. Yeah. It's right. a seven-layer burrito of aliens. Oh. Sounds, that's yeah, yeah, on the rice. Yeah. As long as they and, got avocados, I'm good. There you go again. <laughs> Guac. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, I was going to say, um, like I said, I've, I've heard stories about it. I just didn't realize with it being called the Dolce base, but people's encounters and stuff like that. I have had heard those stories and, um, my mind is going blank. The lady from MUFON, the head don't, lady of MUFON, don't look don't at look you. Don't look at me. Don't look at you. Um, she had reported that, uh, an admiral had actually was supposed to have taken, uh, one of these, a child, a child from there, from the base. And it was supposed to be delivered oh, wow. to where a aircraft or something like that was supposed to come and pick it up. And he didn't deliver it to the base. He actually gave it, had it set up with another family to take over it. And he was trying to steal food from the base to uh, so that she would have it because she could only eat a certain type of food. And she had to wear, like, thick sunglasses and so that they couldn't see her eyes because the rest of her looked normal, but it was her eyes that would give her away. What she was. So it was a human alien hybrid. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, did they cross? By not whether they crossbred or that's just how they were or that's what they look like. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to put those words because that wasn't part of the story. Yeah. It just said this alien child is how it was worded. Yeah. So I don't know nice. if they just looked like that, but he he actually got caught stealing the food from from the cafeteria to bring to her. And um, and he was basically never heard from again. But he was talking with the head lady of Mufon before all that happened to try to to see how to bring it out for the public to know about it. Have the men in black gotten to that guy yet? Or uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming so. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming so. So guy, what guy? What guy? You know. So I mean, personally, I mean that's a a story someone's telling you, but I mean. There's always some truth to a story, mm-hmm. right? Whether by the time you hear yeah. it, it's it's 
exacerbated or not. That's, that's a, in our thing. So. It's pretty far. It's not. It's not unbelievable, but it's so far out there. How I many? I guess it, UFOs, if if you're truly open minded, yeah. You're like me. Why not? Like Bobby, Bobby, like Bobby my, was my like, brain's like, she was like, open. Why are you guys looking at me funny? Yeah. No, this is how it is. Yeah, this is real. <laughs> we're gonna go meet this little girl right now. <laughs> so, and that that brings up the whole thing, like we were talking before. Is it possibly now that they're giving us this proof that there are, mm-hmm. you know, unknown vehicles? What's the next step? It's a trap. It's just not going to stop there. It's a trap. Okay. Remember Star the Wars. movie V. <laughs> Remember the movie V. Do you remember that? Yeah, the V, v for the show. V for There's a show for, for yeah, Vendetta. V for, Vendetta, or, yeah. v for yeah. Visitors, not Vendetta, not oh. Vendetta, not oh, that just one. V. V. I it was. It was I like think v that for came visitors. on late night HBO. Uh, no. past, past my bedtime. Yeah, that was. Oh, you too. <laughs> but anyway, there so. was an old show that was. It was called V for Visitors, and it was like the reptilian race, but they had yeah. like the human skin to look normal over their reptilian skin or whatever, right. and they were basically getting trying to recruit people from earth to come and work on their spaceships and mm-hmm. co-mingle and coexist with humans on earth and star trek almost yeah one <laughs> thing i don't buy is that we have like reptilians posing as people in the u.s government i've seen yeah i've seen a bunch of people talking about that and i've seen the quote-unquote evidence that they have mm-hmm. and it's all like the worst Photoshop. It's the worst. Like it's, right. it's so obviously fake. Right. It's super grainy. I know you have a couple coworkers that believe in that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not into that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, was go- I was gonna say. I was gonna say. I'll, I won't mention their names, but I do know you have a couple coworkers that are kind of all over that video. There, Pepper, you'd break their heart. Yeah. I mean, more power to them. That's fun. <laughs> Whatever is if, if if you're having fun and you're not hurting anybody else, go nuts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so I mean, do you possibly think, knowing some of your background and stuff, that we are going to be more apt to seeing alien craft now that the government has it out there? You think that was a little teaser to say, "Hey, we know something's going up." So like when, every day you look in the sky, you're going to have an event. You think they I don't mean? think so because if you look at if you look at the history of UFO sightings and especially UFO sightings on on video, you know there was a lot in like the eighties nineties, mm-hmm. but I mean you would think now that everybody has a camera phone in their pocket, mm-hmm. we would just be seeing a ton every day, right? If they were happy, you know, because I mean back in the uh, you know eighties and nineties, if you wanted to like get something on video, it was, it was a, you, a whole thing. Oh yeah. Right? The, the big old shoulder mounted yeah. camcorder and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, what if they exist yeah. among and us, you know, and there was a ton from there. There's, there's a bunch that aren't that credible. Like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Gulf breeze incident, but I mean, that's, I've looked into that and that looks like a, a pie pan, Hanging right. from a string. Right. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, there's some from uh, the southwest United States that look, I think this is like late 90s, early 2000s, that look very credible right. Right. and very interesting. But, I mean, if because there was one, one thing that happened in, I believe, it was southwest United States. It was a giant triangle craft 
yep. that uh, came over, and there was a bunch of people that got video of it. Yeah, that, that happened now, right? That was a I mean, Phoenix Lights, it, right? Phoenix it would Lights, be insanity, yeah. right? Well, also you got to look at now. Nobody, nobody's ever looking in the sky. They're always looking down at their phone. So not me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm scanning those guys. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And that's why it's hard so, to be a UFO hunter because that's what you would have to do 24 seven is have either a camera setting up at every angle outside your, the, you know, your bedroom window or yeah. around your house to scan those guys and hope that yeah. someone would come close enough your area to be seen do, do you kind of consider yourself i don't know i don't want to call it lucky but do you kind of consider yourself lucky to be able to have seen two ufos oh 100 because i mean when i was a kid uh especially when i was in middle school when i went to the school library and checked out books the only thing that i got was ufo stuff bigfoot stuff paranormal stuff that's the only thing i was into gotcha yeah and i mean i wanted to so bad when i was a kid to like see a ufo and stuff Mm -hmm. but it's weird because because i've i've had it was four times that i've i've seen stuff where i was like that's weird but every time whenever it happens it's not like oh my god i'm seeing a ufo it's always like what the hell is that right right it's it's not like it's not textbook. I guess you're you're more in the moment. You're not realizing like I'm seeing a UFO right now. Right. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. So the the second one that I saw, it, and it's crazy too that I've seen the same thing twice, twice. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. the first uh, the first thing was the fireball. The second thing I've seen was all in Pascagoula. <clears throat> the first time I saw it, and both times that I saw this, uh, my kids were in the car. The first time the kids were in the car, my wife was in the car, we were driving south on Highway 63 in Moss Point. Uh, we were going to Ruby Tuesdays to eat dinner. So I see, and I was actually on the phone with my grandmother at the time. And my wife pointed out there was a, a light that came down kind of fast. And then it like almost stopped and was like floating down. And she, she pointed that out. I was like, that is pretty weird. Then another one came down, then another one came down, then another one came down, then another so all these lights, it was I think it ended up being like probably six or seven, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. They came down at like a fast rate and then almost stopped and then just slowly drifted down. And they weren't in any kind of like a geometric formation, like they they weren't in a triangle, they were just kind of scattered. Mm-hmm. But you yes. know, we watched them for do you think they were pods? Oh, wow. I hung up with my grandma. I told her, like, hey, I think we're watching a UFO right now. Uh, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> but we we kept, we drove past Ruby Tuesdays, and we were planning on, you know, trying to get to the beach to see if we could see where they landed. But, I mean, they we assumed that they – if wherever they landed, they probably landed out in the ocean. We had no shot. Kids were hungry. We just ended up turning around. But – so, and then there, and then the second time that happened, I actually got a video of it. Mm-hmm. I was driving east on 613, had the kids in the car, just picked them up from their, uh, my mother-in-law's house. And the same thing happened. And there, it was slowly coming down. <clears throat> I mean, the video I got terrible. And there, I, I turned the, in the video, I'm 
you know, like, what is that? That's not a plane, blah, blah, blah. And then my son's like, I'm scared. So then I had to be like, don't be scared. Like, mm-hmm. chill. It's probably just aliens coming down to <laughs> take over our government. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Happens all but time. so that was that was facing east. So. Well, I do I know, know that over that in that way, and I'm not and I'm not saying that this is what it is. I do know they have a lot of skydivers. That was was going on over in that area, and I'm not saying that that is what yeah. you saw it by any means. But I'm, I do know that they, would go, and, they would go and you know they would go and land on um, the beach down that way. They had them landing over there, um, you know. So yeah, that could be that. That could be um, what's it called? The halo, halo jumps. It's like high yeah, altitude, high altitude yeah. low open. Yeah, yeah. I, and I'm not, and like I said, I'm not saying that that's what what you saw. I just know. Um, I used to work at a daycare over that way, and and I would see them some nights doing. And it kind of sounds what, like I said, it just sounds what you were seeing. I saw that some nights coming home late at night. Um, well, not super late, but I'd say around seven thirty. You know, somewhere around at that time, where it was starting to get dark, where it's that dusky dark, um, and would see yeah. it, and see it come down, and would be like, oh crap, well, you know, where those. And thinking one is it a falling star? Is two is that a meteor? And then. You're, you know, then you just kind of start seeing the other lights pop up around. So I don't know if they were. Well, hell, now that I know that, that's probably what that was. Like I said, I'm not trying to diminish your story or say. No, but I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not trying to convince anybody that I saw a UFO. Well, you would, you I'm would just saying that I saw something weird, and yeah. you just gave me a really no, good dark. explanation. So that's probably what it was. Yeah, I, I, and like I said, I and the only reason I knew that is because one of the girls that worked with us, she she did those jumps. Oh wow. So, oh, so I guess I guess they cool. got flares on their foot or something. Yeah, yeah, like as markers, so that you can see. Yeah, that would make stuff. sense yeah. in case something went wrong and they need to locate. Right, and they're easy to, easier for you to track if somebody's above you. They can see the smoke coming yeah. off. That's called locating a body. Because yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar with with uh, like military type flares because I grew up like right next to Fort Benning, right, which is giant army base. And so I mean, we used to man whenever they would have like tank days. Like the city of Columbus, you would just hear all day. And I've seen flares that they, they use that will turn an open field into just daylight coming oh, down. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the military aircraft, you know, they, they drop the flares too. Um, yeah. But, um, but you, yeah, you will, thinking, yeah, you will yeah. hear that. You know, you will hear a, a, mm-hmm. a jet fly over and then they'll pop their flares and that type right. of thing. So. Well, I know I know what that looks like too, because I've seen you know uh, AC one thirties and stuff right. throw out the flares, yeah. and uh, I know what that looks like. A yeah. tens, got them exactly. Awesome, awesome, great, great. Well, we're probably at our time limit for this session. Uh, we would love to have you back on future ones if you don't mind. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, maybe maybe some more stuff will happen. But I mean, my whole like I said, my whole attitude with this is I have no idea what the hell is going on with all this stuff. But I am very willing to hear some theories on it. Oh, right, well, right. Well, trust yeah. me, we got, we got some theories. <laughs> we, got we have theories. We, but we've, we, got, yeah. we've got theories. Not that they're right, but they're theories. <laughs> and <laughs> so. I understand that you guys are pretty pretty heavy into Bigfoot. I'm a huge Bigfoot fan. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you guys are into a lot more stuff than that I've I've been into since I was a little kid. So yeah, right. I'm I'm definitely interested in in coming back on and I, I I spent a lot of time 
telling y'all stuff. I want y'all to tell me some stuff. <laughs> sounds good. Well, yeah, you got to listen good. to our podcast, Pepper. You <laughs> yeah, got to get on there and I'm, listen I'm to the podcast. So, yeah, um, like I said, we're, we're all theories. We do touch on almost all things paranormal. That's what we kind of based our group on. We didn't want to try and just get into one little niche of it because truly paranormal is all this UFOs, cryptids, all that. You it's know, the, that's all encompassing. Unknown. Right. It's the unknown. So, but uh, great, Matt. We appreciate you coming on. We had a great time and uh, we will, we'll be in touch with you. All right. Awesome. Everybody go uh, check out Rushmore Podcast. It might not be for you, but you won't know until you try. There you, there you go. go. Everybody check it out. All right. Thanks, sir. Have a good one. All right. All right. See y'all. Bye. Bye, Bye. Pepper. All right. And that will do it for us. Another one in the books. Yep. Catch y'all later.